cliffcentral.com. Hey, listen, I don't want to waste this man's time. It is so much fun talking to him. He's having a lot of fun at the moment. He's enjoying just watching the matches. He's got something to say about all of it. He's got great, useful insight, but he's also got a sense of humor about stuff. He's been in the most pressurized job. He's won the World Cup before. It's no big deal to him. But uh, he's on the line right now. He's in South Africa at the moment. John Smith, it's nice to see you. How are you? Former Springbok captain and winning man all all round. I'm <laughs> world class, Gareth. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. Saw you on, on TV before one of the matches the other day when I was watching. And I, I, it seems to me like you really are having a good time. Just enjoying stuff. No pressure. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's cool to be busy. And uh, I, I guess I've done two weekends. I popped in and out. You know, one, one does that. You just pop in and out for the, the opening game against Scotland. Nice. And then Ireland was a bit tricky. I think I was 31 hours in the, in the air for 40 hours in Paris. But... Again, you know, when you, you maximize every moment. So um, just to welcome the Hardy Dolls of Irene. I love it. Our, um, there we go. Um, it's always on cue when you, as you start some kind of Zoom call. <laughs> well, at um, least, but at least yeah, we know you're in South Africa the, at the moment. There's proof. The cool thing is over there is that there's a group of uh, has-beens that have got their own uh, WhatsApp group called uh, Still Think We've Got It. And so you get there and it's literally – the schedule is quite – it's quite vigorous. I mean, there's from Timmy Horan to George Griggin to Justin Marshall to Greg uh, Harrelson. There's just there's always someone who's extremely thirsty and desperate to meet up. So yeah, it gets busy, Gareth. It's harder than it looks. Uh, what what happens when because you guys are like major major celebrities at these World Cups when you do pop in and out as you do. I mean, I I saw something. I think I saw Victor Matfield on like a boat in the Mediterranean or something for a brief moment there. You must get invited to some pretty interesting places when you do these trips. Yeah, I had three or four days on, on that, I think the same boat actually. Uh, they actually they had to bring in about three or four of these cruise liners to Marseille because there just wasn't enough accommodation in the town. So yeah, I'll I tell you one thing, there's, um, time does not exist on a boat. It's, no. it's, it's almost like a casino. I think they pump oxygen into the air of the cabins or, or something, <laughs> but it is... It's um, it it requires if you for every four day or for every day you you spend on the boat you need to add another I reckon at least eighteen hours of recovery on the other side and it's it gets more and more the more days you spend there so yeah it's good fun I think the energy around a World Cup and especially for us guys who've been there and uh, have experienced the pressure and the and I guess the, the, played in one uh -huh. and it, it's a quite an anxious time so to go there and absolutely have nothing on line and literally you know look for the next cold um, beverage uh, and catch up and, and, and also do some pretty interesting work around podcasts and broadcasting sure. and talk sure. about all sorts of conspiracy theories and what we think is going to happen. And then invariably 90% of us are almost 90% wrong all the time, but people continue to listen. No, well, we do. And, and you know, even when you think you're not being insightful for many of us, just the experience of seeing things through your eyes sometimes and you telling a story is the best reason to watch some of these games. Now, I, I'm sure you also meet loads of really interesting people while you're there. Are there some regular people? Like, do you bump into like phenomenally rich people who you you know you sometimes in South Africa, sometimes traveling all over the world? Uh, famous people. Uh, I mean, they've shown some of the people who are flying into France at the moment. It, it is like the destination right now for anybody who's a sports fan and particularly from rugby nations, but even from, not from rugby nations, people are coming through to uh, catch a little yeah. bit of that vibe. 
Yeah, look, you do meet a hell of a lot of people, and um, France is is pretty. Um, how could I say that? I mean, there are the French people are are rugby enthusiasts, so they do recognise. And uh, and again, when the likes of a George Grigan and a Justin Marshall and a Richie McCaw are hanging out for a cold beer in in in, in the Champs Elysees, it does draw a little bit of attention. But um, I guess. You almost find when it comes to that, you almost find safety numbers. So it's a little bit easier to spread that. If you are three, four, five, you become almost more intimidating for someone to to sort of approach. Um, in terms of famous people, uh, I think that would add even more um, attention to the equation. I think my best encounter of a famous person at a World Cup would have come in 2007, about about an hour after the game, the final whistle, uh -huh. and I was getting chaperoned through to the, the media uh, conference and um, and I, I think already I was probably about two or three beers in and uh, feeling extremely excited and as I was approaching down this tunnel this hall at the start of France there was um, there were two guys also being chaperoned in the other direction and um, it was notable because obviously one of them was Ginger Prince Harry and his brother William oh, wow. and they were the two most miserable humans I'd, I'd ever <laughs> seen that, and so, and I, so I tagged, Anne Lee was the, the, the lady that was taking me and I tagged her, I said, look, I've got to have a photo with these guys. So she stopped them and said, do you mind having a photo? I've never seen two oh. guys that were more reluctant to take a photo with the, the, the same <laughs> ring piece that had just beat, helped beat their team. It's a prized position having these sort of one ginger prince and one uh, Prince William. They look miserable. I actually should post it. But I'd I, love I, to I, see I, that I, picture. Please put it up on your on your Instagram or Twitter today. We'll all go and look. It sounds great. All right. So, John, Ben's got a couple of actual questions for you. And I also want to talk because you introduced to us the other day. And we were, Simpiwe and I started the show this morning talking about how it's a beautiful Friday. We can all have a drink. Um, we've got to talk about your brandy in a second because I want to know how that's going. But, Ben, over to you. Yeah, because obviously it's a bye week this week, right? Yeah. The, the box aren't playing. Yeah. No, so, so we can really so, have I mean, fun. Like, like John, what, what does a bye week look like in a World Cup? Like, what are these guys actually doing? Is there still kind of maintenance training? Even in a place like France, do you see the sites? Like, what, what does that really entail? Ben, I can tell you what our bye week looked like in 2011, which is probably has something to do with us not being able to go back to back. Um, we uh, we rented a, a, a little bus from Auckland, and, we, and I'm sure this has been well documented because we upset a few aunties on the way. Um, and about nine of us squeezed into this bus. Our designated d driver was um, Pastor Pierre Spies. And uh, we literally pub crawled from from Auckland all the way through to Lake Taupo, which is where our next camp was. We had we got given off three or four days, which in, in, in hindsight, possibly not the smartest thing in the world. Um, and and we took we left in the morning and we stopped. And we had, so we, our plan was to have sort of a, a drink and sort of see this countryside and have a, a drink and a, a play a bit of pool at whatever pub we found along the way. And it was the most magical trip. Obviously, things um, get looser and looser as you carry on. Um, from setting Butch James alive, who was having a little nap on the bar stool, to uh, stealing these orange cones and then getting bust. There was this random police stop. And they were letting everyone through and they stopped us and we had about seven of these things hidden in our, oh, in our bus. Well, and so. they don't like breaking rules in New Zealand. You're not allowed to do that. Well, the, the cool thing is, PSPs obviously could never lie. So the guy goes, um, you don't perhaps have a few orange cones in your bus, sir? And he goes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we got bust. We got bust by the cops. And when they started to see Skulkberger, Victor Matfield, Farid Dupree, Jean de Villiers, Bush James, the, I think the one guy, obviously, he clicked. He thought, I think he thought he was being punked. He was like, you boys in the Springboks. And from there, we had the most amazing interaction. He, he let us take photos in the back of his car. He, like, put handcuffs on us. I mean, those are also some fantastic photos. <laughs> That's um, fantastic. And, and, and then and took all of his cones back and sent us on our merry way. So it, 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 was, it was quite a day. Um, so if we, I guess we, can, we, can't plan, we can't only blame Bryce Lawrence. We have to blame the road trip as well, I guess, which That's was amazing. about nine days before the test. Yeah, because you see, people always think it's so super serious and you have to, you have to go and train in the mornings and then go to gym in the afternoon. You can't drink and you can't party. And I would you imagine it's, a lot, you it's a lot more super serious now, though, because uh, everything's yeah. more compared to everything's more scrutinized. Yeah, look, again, we must uh, take into consideration. I mean, I know social media existed at the time, but it was still young. I think we started with that in 2009. But, you know, we were able to create or I guess, get that balance and have somewhat of a normal life because we weren't under 24-hour surveillance in the social media world, you know. So um, it, it was easier back then. I think these boys have got it a lot tougher. They've grown up, uh, you know, under 24-hour surveillance. Mm. You know, they've, they've, it's sort of on their feed all the time. And so, you know, it's a, it's, it's a lot more difficult. But I do think our guys, and, I, and I've, you know, had some time with some of our current Springboks, they, um, I think they also understand the value of balance. Uh, you know, Gareth, you're right. You, you, if you wake up and just go to training and then go to breakfast and then go back to training and then you're in this routine, you get you get a you get a fatigue about anything that you do. You know, so it is about balance and it is about being and, able to relax. And I mean, after, after that, you kind of fall apart because you don't know what else to do. That's all you've ever done. You haven't yeah. had a chance to develop any personality, explore the world, actually have some fun. And I think you know, all, well, work, all work and no play <laughs> makes Jack a dull boy. You've touched on, I guess, a, a much, uh, a much longer or more serious topic, which I'm sure we can delve into it at another time. But mm. yeah, transitioning out of rugby, uh, and I guess yeah. sport in general is is bloody tough because you do you get told what time to be where, what t-shirt, what color, right. what you're gonna do, where you're gonna be, and then you get into the real world and you think, oh my goodness, I got to do all these things for myself. So look, that is a, a far, far bigger topic in terms of the inability or, or the challenge of, of rugby players and sports people to to transition but uh, I, I guess if you've managed to get it right um, while you're playing it is a little bit easier all right so i, I need to get on to what simpiwa is really interested in here and uh, probably not just simpiwa a lot of south africans you can't have sport on even if the springboks are not playing as they aren't this weekend uh, without having a drink. So just tell us how Avante Brandy is going because you told us about it. It was like a premiere when we heard about it from you the other day. So let's uh, hear how that's going along. You know, your your foray into making your own Branavein. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I guess it's one of those things where you... I guess as a sportsman or a high-profile person, you get offered endorsements, and you get, you know, can you put, can you stand here for a photo with our with our beer or with our shirt or with our brand yeah. or with our boots? Um, and 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 this is a little different. And the conversation obviously started with uh, with a chap called Rob Haynes. is the the brains behind this, um, <laughs> and and certainly the, certainly the only one doing any work. I just get all the interesting interviews with you guys. Um, but it was around building a another team, and I guess. To the point of, of what we just spoke about, I guess to a sense, you know, building a team of 15 rugby players, both current and ex, that have some kind of involvement and, and shareholding into 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 a, into this brand of event, um, and 
I guess, in a, none more fitting than, than a brand. Because if you think about the things that we sort of associate, and I know it sounds terrible, but I think about a fire and I think about having, I think about having a, a, a beautiful brandy and, and sharing sort of did you Did you design the bottle, the label? Did you choose the colors? Did you have anything to do with all that stuff? Because yeah, that's it, always it, interesting. It, I mean, it, that's it quite was. A, it uh, was. John went for blue because everyone thought he'd go for green. You've got to give him credit. <laughs> I did have, I, I had a very small influence. Uh, uh -huh. Let me tell you one thing. I'm about as autistic as an ant. So I literally looked at options. So <laughs> Ben, I can't take credit for what the bottle looks like, but I did, I did push in a certain direction from a color point of view. Okay. Well, I, I think that could be a really exciting thing too. Again, we talk about what people do outside of or after their main career. Mm. And this is a very cool thing to do. Plus, you know what they say, John, when things are good, people drink. When things are bad, people drink. People drink. <laughs> That's the game. So there's there's another aspect of this where you can actually like you can go to events with the players itself. And yes. Because John's gonna be in Paris, he's gonna be there and obviously he needs things to do. They're actually gonna have an event where if you are a customer, you bought bottles, you can actually go and drink the brandy in Paris with John. Ooh. That's very cool. The that's other cool thing that Ben's alluding to is that there's quite a lot of interaction that's been created around the people that have jumped on board first. I mean, the, the, the amazing thing is today we actually go live and I think the bottles will start arriving on Monday. Hmm. But the first the first batch was 2,000 bottles and they were sold out ages ago. So everyone who jumped in early uh, has been able to have an opportunity of jumping on a Zoom call with myself for a CJ Thunder before an Ireland-South Africa game nice. a couple of weeks ago. Um, meet uh, a George Gregan or a Justin Marshall, and then in Paris, in a, I think in a week and a half time, if I'm not mistaken. And then there's this sort of this, I guess, interaction uh, that you would not normally get from any other brand. And certainly, we because we have these 15 blokes that are that are, I guess, actively involved in in the, in the actual business. It um, it's just it just makes sense to be able to interact with the people that are, are I guess investing and jumping in and on board and getting excited with us, Gary. Okay, so just correct me if I said it wrong. I said Avante, you said Avant. What is what is the what do we do here? I need to know how to how to do this properly. Gareth, yes, you can call it anything you want as long as you're ordering it. <laughs> okay, love it. John, have an have an awesome so, weekend. Mm. It'll probably change. Uh, the, the more you have of it, the, yes, the more yeah, 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 yeah. Eventually, you'll be speaking yeah. French at the end of it. That's what you'll be doing. Yeah, and All remember, right. the, I mean, the, the best way to get it is uh, to head off to uh, Norman Goodfellas. They are the Excellent. blokes that have jumped in on board and, uh, and, and allowing the distribution. So, if you want it urgently, which you definitely do, Gareth, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, where for you sure. get off the show. You need a you need a good weekend. You need to do some planning, and there's one just down the road from us here, so I know what to do after the show. John Smith, thank you so much, man. Nice to see you, and thank you for uh, making some time for us this morning. Pleasure. Always Amazing. good to see you guys. Love it. Have a wonderful day. Bye, John. Safe go. travels. Thank you. Bye bye. Isn't that great? He's just so much fun to talk to. That that whole thing of like <laughs> of, of the off week. I'd love to know how it differs from team to team. <laughs> Who do you think's the most boring team? Well, obviously the ones in contention. Because uh, they they've got so to, much to focus pressure, on. But yeah. if you've got those guys who literally... They just came up they, fun. It's all about touring. Uruguay. I, I reckon those guys are having a great time. <laughs> and, they were, and they're kind of anonymous as well, right? Romania. Yeah, and they're kind of anonymous. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, around, you're around France right now, and you're Sio Khaleesi, and you want to go down to the Mediterranean and let your head out a bit. Everyone's like, hey, it's Sio Khaleesi. Oh, this is clever. Proper proper gender says, the more I drink, the more I vant. <laughs> That's nice. They should have used that as a tagline. That's fantastic. Tell John. That's good.
I like that. Cliffcentral.com.